welcome back to No Idea, the podcast where you have no idea what we're going to talk about, and we have no idea how it's going to go. I'm Jenny, I'm back, it is season two, that's right, entitled Pulling Weeds, so thank you so much for tuning back into No Idea. I'm here with one of my favorite people who I met, how how many years ago was it? Two. I think so. It was about two years mm-hmm. ago, and... Her name is Liz. Liz, say hello. Hello. That's her voice. Okay, guys, I all I have always thought this ever since I met you. I was like, her voice is like butter. It is just so <laughs> smooth. Like not obviously like a stick of butter, like melted butter. Wow. Because it's the just first. so smooth. And like you listen to her and it's like just keep saying more words. Because it's just so nice to listen to. So I hope you guys also experience that and enjoy her voice as much as I do. But Liz. Tell us a little bit about yourself, okay? Why? Who is Liz Dorsch? Go ahead. First of all, thank you for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> That's the first someone's ever said my voice sounds like butter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So I am 26. Um. Fun facts, I guess, about me would be I like sushi. What kind uh, of sushi? Oh gosh, I always I'm just kind of like, you know, the tuna roll. Classic. I'm really simple, okay, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll go outside and try different things, mm-hmm. but I I always refer back to the tuna roll. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I love sunsets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you like all my my photos on my camera mm-hmm. are like sunsets? Funny thing is, there is like so many pictures on my phone that I need to sort through mm-hmm. that I have no space on my phone anymore so oh same <laughs> but mine aren't sunsets <laughs> what are they are they sunrises now i guess mine is just people oh my god every people. time i'm with people i'm like i just want to take a picture remember this moment <laughs> right and then you feel bad about yeah. deleting it and you're like yeah uh... and you feel so and you're like okay nothing personal but <laughs> i need more space <laughs> okay so liz what are you doing in your life right now i'm currently studying in intercultural ministry and early childhood education or development sorry Mm -hmm. and um yeah I also am or I was overseas last year um in Chiang Mai Thailand um doing internship and now I'm back in the U.S. um I had to come back about seven months out Mm -hmm. and so now I'm here currently in the U.S. continuing ministry so your plans were not exactly as you thought they would be. No. I mean, that's a pretty common narrative nowadays. Yeah, but for most people, yeah. Um, what is the wildest thing you've ever done? Just to get to know you a little bit more. <laughs> um, I would say... Okay, so when I was in the Philippines, I, my brother and I actually went on one of those... So when you know when you go to a theme park and they have like... That huge parabola mm-hmm. where they like shoot you down it's like this huge swing well they had this one in the philippines and we literally <laughs> it literally was so terrifying because when they were pulling us up the height of it was at least 200 feet oh my and so when they were as they were pulling us up my brother was like oh my gosh what is this thing made out of bamboo and dental floss <laughs> And I was like, um, great. I, I hope so. <laughs> I was so terrified. It was so crazy. Wow. But you lived to tell the tale. I'm glad yeah. you're still in one piece. Well, okay. 
Guys, I wanted to have Liz on this podcast, and I said, Liz, if you could teach the world one thing, what would it be? And she said, are you ready for this? This is quite profound. Okay. She said, the sanctity of the relaxed grasp. So good. That is crazy. And um, this is a concept that we have heard at our college that one of our teachers taught on once. And he was basically just saying how, like, we don't have control over everything that happens in our lives, right? Right. So if we just go into life having a relaxed grasp and, like, trusting the Lord instead of just clinging on to things so tightly, then we will not only just enjoy life more, but have a more peaceful mindset. We can go into things knowing that, you know, they were never once ours. Everything belongs to the Lord and he's sovereign over everything. So, so your plan, Liz, was to go to Thailand for, you said 16 months, right? Mm -hmm. So that is not what happened. So how did the sanctity of the relaxed grasp impact you right in that moment? Mm. That's really a good question because, <laughs> um, so when I, ex- when I had received that news that we were being pulled off the field, I, in that moment was like, it was, it was hard to take for one. Like this was no perfect, like, um, this was no perfect process mm-hmm. and I, I think one thing I should say before even going into this is helping people understand that it's important to give yourself grace um, when mm-hmm. learning the, the sanctity of the relaxed grasp um, but before even receiving the news I was praying to God that before that day and I was like Lord I, I don't want to leave so mm-hmm. this is me like holding on to internship or, or my time overseas I didn't want to leave and I was holding on to that. I was like, Lord, there's, I want to be out here. I don't want to go home. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like this was the plan that I, I held so tightly to. It was a blessing that God, you know, even gave me. So I was holding on to that blessing, that opportunity um, so tightly. I was like, Lord, don't take it away from me. But then the very next day, I did receive the news. It just came, like, right out of the corner, mm-hmm. very early in the morning. And... Um, I had all this leadership in front of me. I had my team with me, my site leader with me. So Mm -hmm. I didn't feel comfortable, like just bawling out all my feelings. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I received with reason. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So my knees, I, I saw all leadership in front of me. Like it was through a zoom call, obviously, because they were Mm -hmm. zooming us through from the U S and so my leadership was all like coming onto this call. And I, I started to get really nervous because I, Mm -hmm. in you know, in the pit of my stomach, I, I knew I had a strong feeling of what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. And my knees were shaking. I literally was trying to control the nervousness in my body, the mm-hmm. tension. Um, and so I, I took that, like, I was just like, everything was knocked out of me. Mm-hmm. I was like, how is this being taken away from me when I felt like this is something the Lord gave to me? Because it's a very confusing um, you know, it's very confusing at first when things yeah. are just out of your control because you're like, you don't know what to do. It's like being cut from right on, you know, your mm-hmm. legs cut from right underneath you. So in that moment, I just, I had to just, I just had to like, just take it in. Yeah. And I know it's like kind of cliche when people say stay cool, calm and collective. Mm-hmm. 
but that was literally what it was me being cool calm and collective and allowing chaos to happen while I was sitting at the eye of the storm Mm -hmm. with Jesus and being like okay just like Mm -hmm. trying to observe everything that was happening what's being said what had to happen in that moment at the time and then we received that we knew that we had only 24 hours to pack up all oh wow <laughs> like our whole entire house uh-huh. and so my team and I were all like looking at each other like this is so crazy mm-hmm. like is this your double bag or is mine <laughs> <laughs> right and so yeah. yeah we were just like okay and at that moment um we knew as trained missionaries that complying to what needed to be done in an emergency mm-hmm. <laughs> the funny thing is is that we had this whole contingency plan and even when we do have a plan like sometimes we don't even go off that plan. <laughs> that plan wasn't even followed right and the funny yeah. thing is even when in our in, in our internship or beginning of our orientation mm-hmm. our site leaders was like don't worry if an emergency happens we have this contingency plan but when this whole thing happened with the covid like forget the plan yeah we were like screw the plan like we've we <laughs> have to like literally think off our feet now. yeah wow and so no matter how many different plans we make mm-hmm. even for an emergency in life sometimes things have to go sometimes god got, he's got you working off you know um just working off your feet it's just yeah. like you know so mm-hmm. yeah that was uh very hard for me mm-hmm. to to take yeah and we've all recently just in the past few months we've all received some kind of news to varying degrees like that where it's like oh all right there's a pandemic going on did not plan for that right that's all right um and it's thrown off some of our plans, you know, in major ways or in minor ways. Like, oh, I just can't go to the store whenever I want now or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is something that we've all felt in some kind of way. Right. And if we are not personally deeply impacted, it's impacting like our family members, our friends, etc., people we know. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's part of the reason why this concept to grasp is so important. Because, okay, besides the pandemic, you cannot plan for all of life. You know, there will always be, um, things that pop up that you're like, oh, well, I didn't see that coming because we don't have, you know, future events in our foresight. Mm -hmm. And even if we think we know what's coming, you know, it's all up to the Lord, basically, because he's sovereign over everything. And so I actually just read something. So I have a problem with finishing books. (laughs) Side note, um, I started the book Love Does by Bob Goff years ago, and then I didn't finish it. But this summer, I was like, this is my year. <laughs> I'm going to finish that book. And so I finished it. Praise the Lamb. Um, but Bob Goff is a lawyer, and he writes about how when he's interviewing, um, well, interviewing, no, questioning people who have been convicted with crimes, he makes them sit facing him in their chair with their palms open and on their knees. Hmm. And so he said that um, this is like, Science it proves that, like, when your hands are like that in front of you and open, your mind is more is more open and you're more willing to tell the truth instead of, like, if your arms are folded, mm. if your fists are clenched or something. And so he knows that he's more likely to get the truth out of whoever he's questioning right. if they're in that position. And so that's just so cool how the Lord created our bodies in a way that certain positions like having our palms open is a way of 
us being more open as people mm-hmm. and as a way of us just holding things loosely and not grasping things mm-hmm. and so that we can be more open. I think that's so amazing. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, definitely. I would say that there I mean it, science shows um that like even with like the um, just like your positioning body posture, yeah. yeah, positioning your body in a way where whether it's even like if you're going in for an interview, like mm-hmm. you know, you know. Yeah, you do the superwoman pose right. before you go in. It increases your confidence. <laughs> it does. Like straightening out your shoulders, looking mm-hmm. bold and feeling confident. Hold, you know, like stand tall mm-hmm. and and putting and just position yourself in confidence and be like, I got this. Really shows, puts you in that position where you're like, yeah, I do got this. But mm-hmm. if you're like slumped down, like yeah. really position yourself where you're like, you know, and it's the same thing for life, you know. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. And so as we were like discussing this beforehand and I was talking to you about whatever you wanted to share on this podcast, you mentioned the story of Abraham and Isaac when the Lord asked him to sacrifice his own son. Right. And I felt like that went along with your experience so well of how you even mentioned before, like, <laughs> I felt like this was a blessing that God gave me and then I was asked to give it up. And right. so how did that feel for you and how did you cope with that? Yeah, definitely the story of Abraham is such a great example of this relaxed this relaxed grasp. Um because what we're doing is we're we're sacrificing our plans, we're sacrificing um the blessing that was given to us and not taking it for our own. And the reason why we're I want to explain like the concept of of letting go and holding things loosely whether it's blessings mm-hmm. or um, things in our lives, our plans, whatever it mm-hmm. is, holding life with a relaxed grasp is allowing um, God and the Holy Spirit to to move freely in your life. Yeah. But if you have a, a tight grip over it, it's it's not moving. Mm-hmm. It's you're you're holding on to it, so God can't take take from it freely and and mm-hmm. bring out greater things or do greater things through it. Or, and like, he will, but you won't see it as, like, a good thing. Right. You'll say, like, oh, you're messing up my plans. But he's right. like, no, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm doing something better. Just watch. <laughs> right, right. And so it's almost like we have this this glass of water and, you know, God wants to pour more into it. But you're like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. And God's like, no. Or you're holding on to this teddy bear behind you mm-hmm. that, or you're holding on to this teddy bear that is, you know your favorite teddy bear in the world that God gave you. But then God's like coming around. He's like got this bigger teddy bear behind him that Mm -hmm. he wants to give you like just a bigger blessing or just, you know, he's, he wants to do more. He Mm -hmm. wants to bring more abundance in life. And so, um, yeah. So you're asking how that is. How did you, um, how did that affect you and how did you cope with that? Yeah. So, while I was overseas, um, like it affected me in a way where I had to learn, like, and I say I had to learn because it wasn't a perfect process. Yeah. It also um, wasn't a choice you had. No, it wasn't. Yeah. I guess you could have just sat there and pouted and been like, "No, this is this just sucks, and I'm not yeah. gonna change my mindset, and this is this is just the worst." But you didn't do that. But even if I did, like, because, you know, sometimes this is a brand new concept to people. Like, Mm -hmm. what? Like, I don't understand. You know, we go through that. Even if we, 
we had those um, reactions in the beginning, we can catch ourselves and mm-hmm. be like, you know what, that wasn't the right, right uh, posture or right response or, you know, reaction to mm-hmm. the whole thing. And so it is a learning process. But for me, it was like, it was hard. I had to take a couple breaths. I was numb for a long time. Mm-hmm. So the messy process of being like, you know, I grieved and I went through this messy process of grieving and um, just being angry with God mm-hmm. and um, having to, to, I was like just going through letting it go and, and, and just venting about things and complaining even. But at the same time, the Holy Spirit was constantly reminding me and convicting my heart mm-hmm. and saying, hey, you know what? Look, like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Like, this was no surprise to God. Mm-hmm. And he's got it all in his hands. And so mm-hmm. um, I really was blessed by allowing God to then, once I put myself in that position mm-hmm. you're talking about, just having my hands open and being like, Lord, you know, like, I literally, like, who was I? I was, like, I was stupid to even hold on to it for any longer. It was, like, Mm -hmm. I don't have control over anything. Yeah, you never did. (laughs) Never did. And Uh never, you know, like, and there's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. It's because, you know, we're humans. God sees everything before us. And so I was, like, okay, you know, like, I have to be humble Mm -hmm. and just humble myself before God and just allow him to work. Mm -hmm. And so he's brought so much blessing and me learning through that and also um, accepting what was happening and just being like accepting his plan over my plan over his thoughts over my thoughts and just humbling myself before Mm -hmm. him that's good and we always feel like especially I feel like in America there is this pressure I'm sure in other places too, but you know, we have experienced it in America. There's this pressure as we're growing up to know what our next few years will look like, what our next step will look like, what our major is going to be, mm-hmm. what type of life we want all right now, you mm-hmm. know? And I feel like we live under that pressure a lot. In reality, we actually don't know. And our plans can change. Like and God's not mad at us when they do. Mm. He already knew the outcome in the first place. Right. So the only thing that we get mad at really is ourselves most of the time. Right. It's like, a, oh, I didn't see this coming. Well, the thing is, we're not supposed to. Right. <laughs> it's like, all right, just chill. <laughs> but um, what are some of the steps, just to wrap this all up, what are some of the steps that we can take to have this open grasp and not hold on to things so tightly? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we think that if I just hold on to this everything will be okay. What we really need to be holding on to is the Lord because he doesn't change. So what are some steps that we can take when plans change a lot and we feel like the world has just turned upside down under us, you know? Mm -hmm. Definitely remembering first that this is not a perfect thing. It's not like practice this practical or do this and you know, you'll be professional at it. Mm -hmm. Like it's a hard thing to learn and accept and um, so while practicing um, the sanctity of the relaxed grass and holding your life and everything loosely and allowing God to to move freely in your life mm-hmm. through the blessings that you have in life, to have grace with yourself and learning that because a lot of times <laughs> we can really be like, wow, really hard on ourselves and be like, 
oh man I didn't have this you know right the first time and yeah. maybe God you know it's just like God is so patient with us mm-hmm. remember that God is so patient and and he knows what's going on in your heart he knows that how why you're holding on to it so tightly he knows mm-hmm. why it's hard for you to let go and so by having grace with yourself and allowing God to have grace over you and being humble before the Lord and just practically, I would say, definitely get yourself in front of God in that moment and be like, Lord, ask the Lord to help you walk through that. Mm-hmm. Because you can't, again, you can't um, go through life without God. Like, He's the one who's going to help you. Um, have that comfort and that strength and that peace um, to go through that process and really understand how to receive and let go of blessings in life Mm -hmm. freely so yeah that's good (laughs) stuff and the thing is this is not a perfect process it's not a formula like with everything that changes in life because there are so many things the process will probably look a little bit different for every person in every situation Mm -hmm. but like like you said, the key is to get in front of the Lord because he's the one who brought that change. He's the one who can change you in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for sharing on No Idea, Liz. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I loved your butter voice. <laughs> okay, thank you so much, everyone who is listening, for hanging in this far. We hope this really helped you, and we pray that you can just take every change that comes into your life and... um just maneuver it with grace and with the Lord because he's the one who brings it and takes it away and he's in control and he's got you. So thank you so much, Liz. Thank you listeners. All right. (laughs) Signing off. This is no idea podcast.